0: This is Coach Hampton, head coach, men's and women's USAO Trover soccer team, and this is the episode of the Mass Football
1: Podcast. Yo, welcome back to the Mass Football Podcast, the number one soccer podcast in Oklahoma City. I am your host, Ricardo Yoa. And I am here at the beautiful Legacy Real Estate Group. I want to say I appreciate you guys, the sponsors, for allowing me to record here. Like I always do, if you're looking for someone to help you buy a house, sell a house, invest a house, anyone here is going to be great. Legacy Real Estate Group, hit them up. I'm not here by myself, though. Today, I do have a very special guest. Uh, Super, super grateful to have you on here, the head coach of the boys, men, women, team there at USAO, Coach Hampton. How are you today, Mr. Anthony?
0: I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for coming on. I feel like I have to start off this episode by giving a thanks to Anthony Yauzi.
0: Yeah, Yauzi caught me up. His, uh, his boy plays for me, which mm-hmm. is crazy, right? He's a coach and this and that, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, X plays for me at USAO, and he was at a game here about a week ago, mm-hmm. warming up, and we always, you know, we're friends. So mm-hmm. you know, we just started chatting a little bit before the game. And he brought it up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. He's going, Come on, Hamp's. You know, you're you're the you're the oldest generation now. So yeah. so yeah, Coach Yelsey's kind of the guy that that, that uh, got me involved with you. I appreciate
1: Yelsey. I had um, to record at Mid America Christian University, and he was going in for a workout. And then I said, Anthony Yelsey, can I ask you for a favor? I was like, I don't know how to get in contact with uh, Coach Hampton. Do you think you might be able to just <laughs> whenever you get a chance? You know, I didn't expect it to happen so soon. Right. And you. Message me really quick, and I really appreciate that. And it's amazing to have you here across from me.
0: Well, I appreciate the the, the opportunity. Anytime you know you can talk to someone about uh, soccer, football, whatever in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and where it's been, where it's going, and all the great people involved. Uh, you know, again, grow the game in, our, in, in in any way you can.
1: Yeah, we call that mass football.
0: Not football. Yeah. Okay, we we refer to it as football. Obviously, have so many internationals, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you get caught. Maybe when you were the youth and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, soccer, you know, whatever. It's football to me, but mm-hmm. you know how it is. <laughs> whatever, whatever works. Whatever right? works. The game. Yeah.
1: So, for the people that don't know you, could you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll yeah. go from
0: there. I, you know, I'm born and raised here, Oklahoma. I went to Tulsa Union. Uh, played 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 ball there. I go, you know, old school, I guess, and. Uh, didn't really play soccer growing up I was football baseball basketball this and that parents were divorced dad had summer rights and mm-hmm. so one spring I was playing baseball you know there at Union and uh dad told my mom don't don't let him play baseball anymore because he has to quit every June and mm-hmm. he plays baseball for me in the summer league so the next spring rolls around and my mom brings home uh a sign up for soccer mm-hmm. I've, I've never kicked a ball in my life Sixth, seventh grade I don't know really yeah no no I am now I'm not going to but apparently I was a very high energy, high-strung child. So March, April, and May, when I wasn't playing baseball for my single mom, yeah. it was maybe a little overwhelming. Yeah, you gotta keep you busy somehow, Correct. right? So Correct. Yeah. So, went and played. Uh, very good athlete. Worst soccer player on the team, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, so they threw me in goal. That was back in the day, right? Easy really? goalkeeper, good hands-eye, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, as yeah. an athlete. And um, it was weird, because everything else came kinda, the other sports came somewhat easy to me. Long story short, I didn't like being first player on the team Yes, and it just drove me. And then, you know, five, six years, I off to Western Illinois and played ball, Wow, ended up graduating and playing my final two at NSU, uh, coming okay. home, um, uh, played a bit with the roughnecks post in ASL when they were sizzle and Sazzle. Then came to this side of the state, uh, or I was at Tulsa Memorial for a couple of years. And then, uh, Felt like I wanted to come to the West Side. Had family over here, and started my career at Chickasha. Chickasha, and mm-hmm. that's where you uh, did. You immediately just start coaching at the high school. I did when I when I was finished up there in Tulsa. My first couple of years were at Tulsa Memorial, but I didn't have my education degree yet, mm-hmm. so I wasn't certified. Okay. So I was kind of like a lay coach for the boys' program, small club teams, uh, maybe not like as you know it today. Some private mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, this guy played college soccer. Yes, yes. This was way back in the day, mm-hmm. and so. I remember doing my first lesson with maybe three or four boys. Someone had called me out. Yeah, great. Let's go. Went and trained with them for an hour and a half. And someone goes, hey, here's $30. I'm like, well, you know, what's this for? Mm-hmm. for I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I just yeah, it was, was person, trained. Training, you know, it yeah. was just fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was young yeah. and it was yeah. great. I'm going. Oh, you're going to give me money to do this? I had no <laughs> idea. And um, But, you know, after Tulsa Memorial, I looked at Union. That's where I grew up. But something... Some, I'd probably like to say God pulled me to Chickasha for whatever reasons that I don't know. Yeah, and that was 1993, and I've never left.
1: What was the moment that made you decide Chickasha? Like, that's what was the turning point that if it didn't happen, Coach Hampton would have been somewhere else,
0: right? I, you know, I had an uncle there, mm-hmm. and you know how it is when you, once you're soccer. I mean, I've got a, a cousin in North Carolina now. Now his boys playing ECNL, so calling. Hey, what do you, you know? So you yeah. just want you to get that in the family, so I went down there to visit my grandparents. My uncle had a. 10 year old that played direct soccer. Hey, I really want to see him. He's a great player. And yeah. You know how that is, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're going yes. out there, and so his family going to go watch. And it's a Saturday in June. I don't know. They're playing a game or something. I walk out there, and by that night, Chickasha being a small town where it had traveled, I played college ball, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I was just there to see my yeah, nephew play.
1: Talk about some small town stuff. Small I know town. feeling. Yes. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, small yes, town yes, where yes, it yes.
0: travels well. That night, I get a call from Booster Club president, which small towns are very mm-hmm. active within their community. You know, I'd love to talk to you about coming to chick We're looking for a coach. So, uh, you know, from Tulsa, just down here visiting family. Thank mm-hmm. you. Left it at that, that following Monday. And I hadn't signed for September, like for my teaching job. It was going to mm-hmm. be my first teaching job. And, uh, get a call Monday from the AD chick. And I've already gone back to also back home. I just down mm. for the weekend. Really like talk to you, really like to talk to you. I really appreciate it, but probably not, you know, I'm not going to chick. I'm mm-hmm. you kind know, of knew where he was. In Tulsa the Union, going. man. I mean, you know, it's kind of it was natural for me. And and I, I, you know, I, I was talking to my mom. My dad had passed by then. Mm. So I was just talking to my mom and a lot of family there. And you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you talk? Mm-hmm. And there's no and I'm young. I don't know anything about the job mm-hmm. world. Why would why would you not listen to anybody? Mm-hmm. Fair enough, drove to Chick-A-Shay on a Wednesday. They offered me the job. Here's what we want to do. Boy soccer, high school program, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm kind of, yeah, it's kind of neat. It's good school, great community. Booster Club. Got together four or five people. Met with me a couple others. I'm going, man, they really, I for a it. small town, mm-hmm. they want something here. Mm-hmm. Took the job that Wednesday night. moved to, uh, to Chickasha at the end of July and rented a house and, and the rest took is my history. daughter. And the rest is history.
1: Wow. That's history. amazing. That's... That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and then yeah. you did you you did just the boys then?
0: Yeah, I started with just the boys the 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 first couple of years And Chickasay. Not really being a what I call hotbed for soccer mm-hmm. before I got there. Man, when I got there, there was a hotbed of kids. I mean, I had some D one kids. I mean, I had some athletes. They oh, yeah. they just didn't know them. They were sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> I had a hard, You know, Chickasha, It's a hard-working blue collar community. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, good people, good mm-hmm. families, and. Um, So got down there, and I was teaching 6th grade or 7th grade. Of course, in a small town, I became the assistant 7th grade football coach. Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, you're the 7th grade girls basketball coach. What a hoot that was, right? Oh, I think they really liked me. I don't know if we were any good. (laughs) We had a lot of fun. People go, hey, what, 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 you know, are you going to run a zone? You go, go, man, I'm going, "Uh, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Give the ball to girl. Give the ball to her. She's really good. She's the one that scores. So quite funny. Um, But through that. So now I'm down there at sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I'm coaching the boys' high school, Mm -hmm. and now I'm coming across all these athletes, not soccer players. I'm Coach Hampton, Mm. but I'm not basketball, football, but now all of a sudden you get these football, basketball kids going, I was a high school soccer coach, I wanna try soccer. So in a small community, you gotta share athletes, right? You're just not gonna have 28 club players. So, yeah, the first year I was with the boys, and I, I think we were 9-2, and two, which might have been one of their first or second winning records. But a lot of athletes, a lot of hard workers, a lot of talent missed the playoffs. And then, you know, I want to say that second and third year, we we ran off a probably 49-51 50, game winning streak, two state titles on the boys' side. Well, you know, small towns. Well, the girls aren't having it. Mm-hmm. They're not having the success. I can't remember who's coaching them. We were just too – so, they, you know, you coach girls, but never in my life had I coached girls. Never in your life you girls. coached girls? No, I had a daughter. There was about four or five starting to play at that mm-hmm. time, so at least I was a father of a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I said, so okay, and ended up doing the boys and girls. Girls ended up winning a, a one and losing a couple of state finals. Boys won three or four. And, uh, uh, again, small-town support, small-town community. I mean, you know, when we went to state finals, we we had Highway Patrol leading us out. I mean, it's a big that's beautiful. It's a big yeah, thing yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah, a small yeah, yeah. community. They rally around their the sports whole city programs. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's and and that meant a lot to me in a sense to mean a lot for them. This is something they'll remember forever. Yes. If that just memories and yes, so I ended yes, up yes, doing yes. the boys and girls for about eight nine years and I was say about it was ninety eight. Um, I had coached a kid in high school and his dad was a professor at USA. Mm-hmm. Um, no dreams of college. No just. I just wanted to be the best coach oh, I could be. I just never—I was never looking to go bigger school. No, because no. There
1: was there was why I think about the future when you got you have a project going on right now.
0: Love it, invested in it, invested in this community, and they just built a new soccer-specific stadium in 1999 with locker room for boys, girls, opposing teams, players' lounge, soccer-specific. the community passed this bond that they believe in these young people. Yeah. So. Yeah, I reckoned I would have just stayed there, you know, forever, to be honest. I'd have never looked. Mm-hmm. And when a professor called me and said, hey, USAO is wanting to start a soccer program. They want to talk to you. Um, I said, sure. And so I went up and met with them. And uh, so I, I I took that, Will you start the men's and women's program here, et cetera, et cetera. I said, yeah. And so for their, I want to say for two or three years, I was doing both, like chick High School boys and girls. And then that in men's the Men's and women's uh, soccer. Uh, and I think it was after the second year, I said, man, I, I, look, if I continue, you got to get me out of the classroom. Not because I wanted to be out, I like, just... Yeah, it's just,
1: yeah, if you want me to do my best, I feel like I, I have to let this go.
0: Right, and so fortunately for me, they were able to, and so it was pretty much day spending, you know, the recruiting, uh, you know, all the things that come with yes. college, in the afternoons in the spring, I was with the high school team, and uh, so I did that for a couple years, and then, I, you know, I think we had beaten... Uh, Finally, or maybe Bishop Kelly or Booker T. Want a state title again on the boys' side, and just just going home. As I told my wife, I said I have to give something. I, I just, you know, I'm burning. Yeah. Too much. yeah I'm loving yeah.
1: it. It must have been hard to come to that point because I feel like you didn't want to let that go. Nah.
0: Yeah. I think three kids. My wife was still in school, and everybody tells us that we we're we were so poor. I, you don't know you're poor because yeah. we had everything if that makes sense yes hundred <laughs> percent so we didn't know we were poor mm-hmm. um, but it, it that and then being gone seven days a week probably taking a toll on my mm-hmm. children my wife and not fair to them maybe mm-hmm. and so at that time I stepped down from Chickai and Chickai to this day I'll just I can't say enough about Chickai and mm-hmm. And the opportunity they gave me to even do anything and so i'm so grateful that ad called me Mm -hmm. so grateful i met him i'm so grateful someone trusted me enough to 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 build a program or be a part of it and i feel like my roots are chickasha high school and people ask me where i'm from obviously i you know grew up in tulsa and played at union from chickasha yeah it's dear to my heart that town and that community
1: yeah and they still hold you up to to you know the standard that that you had placed there i had the high school assistant coach and then the carlos as well Mm -hmm. on here as well and they spoke about they gave us little footnotes basically what you had done there okay and then carlos also spoke about his experience there and how they try to implement that into the program that they have there as well. Because they cool. had a really good season last year. State finals. State finals. And this year, we want to win it all. That's right. We're not, That's you know. right. So they, what you've done there has just big footprint. And then you started it at USAO, and now you're just coaching boys and girls at USAO. So how, how, how did that go then once you took it all full time?
0: Ah, it's overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I,
1: because I mean, it's that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I mean, so many people get so caught up with just one team. Right. People lose hair <laughs> having I, two I have teams. I had no hair if I took my hat off. For yeah. Sure. You know, I, the first one that comes to my mind was my coach, uh, uh, Dressel. <laughs> you right, right. Sorry, Dressel. <laughs> You're <Yeah. laughs> probably watching this, but I had to. Love Dressel. Yeah. Love they're Dressel. great. They're great. So, how do you compartmentalize those two programs? Because at the root of it, Boys and girls are different. 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 So, how do you handle all of that?
0: I'd have to say in my first five years, if if you were on the outside in as an auditor and evaluator, that I probably failed pretty miserably. Because yeah. again, I by that time my daughter a very successful club team. I'm coaching club as well. Okay. Etc. Where et were you coaching club at? Well, the it's funny. The very first job I ever took was the Norman. God. And, and I, forgive me, because I'm older. Mm-hmm can't remember. Was it 78, 79, 8? I don't know. But we're talking way back, right? And Norman, so what was it? It was Norman Sultan. Still Celtic. So I'm living in and Chick. Check. And back then, we've got newspapers and print, you know, so high school soccer's on the front page of the newspaper, football, whatever. Newspapers, that really tells you how old I And I think it was our, after our first state title, we go 16 and 0, 17 and 0. Get a phone call from a guy by the name of Jack Tarver. Uh, and Norman says, hey, would like to meet you, I'd like you to coach our club team. So, yeah, great. How do you know me? Read about me in the newspaper and going. Well, if he can win at Chickasha, this guy's got to be, because it's not a hotbed. Yes, I'm not yes, not yes, knocking. Yes. I'm just going. Nobody's ever heard of Chickasha soccer mm-hmm. until you know. But you win a state titles on the front page. So, so Jared, uh, uh, Mr. Tarver, and uh, Mr. Kudrina drove down to Chickasha, met with me, and said we'd like you to take this group. Very good group. Uh, little Jared Tarver went on to University of Creighton. Play mm. Casey Kudernick, Creighton. I mean, so, so again, got some. So. I spent two years just doing one club team at that time while I'm working at Chick. And then as, as that kind of took off, my daughter becomes eight, nine, and we know we've got to get more for her cause she's growing a love for mm-hmm. the game. Offer her more, you know, a bigger challenge, a bigger challenge, something try. for her to, you know, right. To have to fight for. Right. And she's playing with boys most of the time, you know, just not a ton of kids playing mm-hmm. down there. And so we end up going up to the city and, um, for her to play, mm-hmm. driving up there while I'm doing USAO. And long story short, build a little group, one team, playing out of North O.K.C. Mm-hmm. Just I have one little team. I'm just a coach. And there's no director or coach. Yeah, yeah. This is a really, really good, you know, I just, I have blessed, with mm-hmm. just really good players. And I think under 11, they win a state title or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's it. And so the next year, Edmond Soccer Club calls me mm-hmm. and, it, hey, we see you're doing this. Will you be interested? We just get up making a change will you come in and be the DOC on the girls of ESE this mm-hmm. is pre-merge yeah, yeah. days and mm-hmm.
1: that's the team that I would play against ESE I, yes. when I got my foot into the door of coaching I'm not coaching club playing club mm-hmm. was Rural Cuervo oh yeah so I, that's where I started it on yeah. we would play against those ESE ESE teams I went from Royals to ESC, but yes
0: right because Huddy uh, was doing Royals at the time Hudson and then I came in and became the girls DOC at Edmund Soccer Club and he came in and became the boys DOC Mm -hmm. we kind of came in at the same time there um he ended up leaving I ended up being the DOC of all of it for a while but anyways long story short that's kind of there on the the the, how I got involved in the club scene Mm. but it was probably through the high school maybe success that that someone might have noticed Mm -hmm. me and said hey maybe we bring this guy in and all the meanwhile going back to the girls and boys question it uh maybe being involved in my daughter's club team after a few years. Then I became, I would hope to think a lot better on boys and girls and compartmentalizing and how mm-hmm. do you run a men's session, compartmentalize what went transpired and in a women's women can do anything men can do. You ask them differently. Mm-hmm. You communicate differently. Mm-hmm. It's not that they can't do it. they They can do it better. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. There's not anything they can't do. I had to learn how to ask, how to, Motivate, it's how to get the best out of them. different. Mm-hmm. It's different. So that was a, a huge learning curve for me. Hmm. Yeah. Um, would but, you, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, would you say that you have it down to a T now? Or you seem like the type that will say, you're always learning.
0: Every day. <laughs> Every day. And so, yeah, I, I would hope that my women would say, as I tell them, I, look, I, I can be a lot of things. And being married for 28 years, raising a daughter that played in the game, coaching girls, I hope... I've learned something of every one of them and they've all probably taught me more than I've taught them. Um, As I learned early in my career to listen, listen, listen. And I think I listened early on, but did I really hear? Mm, Does that make sense as as you're communicating? Someone's always trying to tell you something if if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so, I probably lended a good ear and listened, but did I really hear and apply? And so, yeah, I I would like to say my women now would say he, he understands us does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The demands are not any different for the men. He Same expectations, same high standards, and they obviously reach them. They're so talented, but I've learned how to do it better. Mm. Yeah, and I'll learn something today to do better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I promise you. I, just when you think, you okay, I got this all wrapped up. Never, something never. else comes my way. I'm going, mm-hmm. oh, here's a new one. So, um, yeah, I'm probably in a good stage at age 56 that I'm that... <laughs> The man guy, standard guy, elite guy, do things the best you can, but maybe in a grandparent way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it's a, this is a different era of yourself. Different era. Nice. Yeah, different era. How many years have you been coaching now at USAO? This is our 25th year. 25th year at USAO. And then yep. I also want to extend a congratulations. Your 600th one was not too long ago. It,
0: yeah, well, well you thank one you. one of these real quick yeah very good
1: did you know the 600 was coming or is it just something that snuck up on you from the day-to-day getting one percent better kind of deal yeah it's a,
0: it's a funny story no the answer is no it did not and if we didn't have an sid who's fantastic tanner's fantastic i would know today mm-hmm. uh the the story is we were we were in kansas i guess that night uh, i don't know who we were playing early in the season so we you know coach the women coach the men and I'll shower and get ready to get back on the road, and so then I turn my phone on, and you know my wife will usually text her, my kids, you know mm-hmm. things of that nature. And first text, of course, from my wife. She's like, "Hey, congratulations!" I said, "Ah, oh, thanks, man. It's great to get a road win." Mm-hmm. She goes, "No, that's not what I mean." I said, "What do you mean? We, we went two and zero today, man. Mm-hmm. Great day." She mm-hmm. goes, "No, on your 600.' I said, "What are you even talking about? No idea." Really? And I go, oh, "Okay, that's pretty cool, but I'm really more happy to be two and zero today." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. <laughs> you know that. what I'm I saying? Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. So how does that make you feel? Yeah, you know, people ask. For me, it makes me feel, uh, when they first said the 600, you know, it's a number, I guess. But for me, it was the next day or the two days later when I started thinking about it. All the names. uh, Lexi Vizzarelli, uh, Molly Warren, Charity, uh, Jen Shapp, Lim Madden, Niall Burley, Cal Ocott, Nycrick. You go, why am I saying that? Those are the ones... Won 600 games, Mm. not me. So it made me think about, you know, Michelle Blake, all these kids that used to play for me back in '98. Every one of them until 2022. Those are those wins. Mm. I happen to be a part of all of them. Don't get me wrong; they're dear to my heart. But that's really what I reflected, and was all the kids that have got 600 wins. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes! What a great, what a great journey. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's what it made me think about—not so much the number, but who got them. Yeah. Oh man, if I had some talent come through, that's what it makes you think. Yeah, about.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, twenty-five years is a long time, and that's so many kids and players that it almost—it makes me feel bad to even consider asking you if you had a top ten for the boys and girls, because <laughs> you've gone through so many players. Do you have like a, a short list of team? Uh, People that can make that list? or You mean if I, I put
0: an all time together top 11? Have you ever done that? You know, I get asked a lot from, of course. You know how yeah, players go. Even at Chickasha, I ran into a guy, again, Chick's the same way. I mean, uh-huh. guy, these guys are 40. One guy stopped by my office the other day. He played on the 99 state champ team. I, I can't remember. That's what amazing. Yeah, and he's like, hey, coach, I we've never asked. These guys sit around and drink your beer mm-hmm. and they all talk about it. He goes, who's better? Is it 95 team, 96, <sighs> 98? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really because they're all. And and you know on on the men and women, I never have. I get asked the question a lot. I can tell you this: if I ever, you know, when my time comes, we to say, "Sit down. We want to make an all usal team. Whatever that is, we need your
1: input." Because I mean. it's going to be the all usal team. Because you started, <laughs> right? Right.
0: One heck of a tough job. Yeah. You know, we've had some special players, but we've had a lot of special players. Mm-hmm. So to, to, you know, it's kind of like it's Tyson or Ali better. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Is yeah. it Jordan or LeBron James? Because of different eras, different. Mm-hmm. And I just look back and go, man, I just know I've had a lot of talent, mm. a lot of talent, a lot of good kids come, through. young men, young women. They're not kids to me, some my age, but um, yeah, just good people. Mm. Wow, that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good yeah, answer. Right, right, right. That's a good
1: answer. Right. Well, what's another tough one that you get besides your top eleven?
0: Um, favorite team. Favorite team? Do what, you what have was a, team? What was the favorite team? You know, and you know you don't. I, you know, maybe one day when I'm done and I'm sitting mm-hmm. on a back porch and I, 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 am so, I need to be better today. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to reflect on what mm-hmm. I, I don't. And and I think when you get caught in that it's probably time to move on. I don't. You know, it, that's the hardest thing about a coach is to to say you enjoy it. I you know, enjoy the two wins on Tuesday night and that lasts for about ten seconds because we got someone better to play on Saturday. It's hard. Because you keep going, Mm -hmm. and as soon as you start reflecting too much, you're probably not doing the job that the demanded on the day, right? Yes, make your best better every day. Make your best better for for me, for the team, and it's every day. Make your best better.
1: Have you always been that in the moment type of person? When or how did you who ingrained that? Is just.
0: I think as much as anything, you know, I played all those sports, baseball, football. And so I was raised again, very normal. Mm-hmm. You just played sports. That's yeah, just what yeah. you did in my era. And it was always to be the best you could be each and every day and and never look forward to tomorrow and don't dwell on yesterday. So as we tell our kids, if we win a big game tomorrow, we have not arrived at the mountain. If we lose a big game tomorrow, we're not failures. Mm-hmm. Okay. This isn't the moment. This isn't the day. How did we fare? Let's make our best better
1: mm. tomorrow.
0: And, and so I, I think it's something we share with our kids. Because, you know, when you ask a kid that they're 15-year-olds and they go, that, you, you did the best you can? That's the best I got. That doesn't mean you're done growing. You, you can always make your best better. Mm. 56. I can make my best better tomorrow mm-hmm. from today. But you have to believe in the process. You have to apply. And you have to stay just very, very humble um, going back to one big game win is just you're successful on the day on the day off tomorrow we go and let's make our best better tomorrow Mm. that we're big believer in the process you know and so i think i was fortunate enough to be raised like that so it was never hard for me i never had to process anything Mm -hmm. i think others again so many are result oriented at the end of the day and let's say if you tell me i'm gonna go clean my kitchen it's great but really what are you going to do I'm gonna take the dishes, I'm gonna put them here, I'm gonna wash them, I'm gonna dry them, I'm gonna load them in the dishwasher, I'm gonna wipe the counters down. The process to cleaning mm-hmm. the kitchen, mm-hmm. you can't just say you're gonna clean the kitchen and go, well, what's my process? It's the same as being a football player or a basketball player or, or an athlete or a coach. You know, as, as again, we strive for our players to be better every day. That's what we challenge them with. Um, we must challenge our own selves. And the mm-hmm. day I, again, say it's the best I've got, I need to step down, mm-hmm. I'm not grown anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to my kids, it's not fair to people I work with. and. So, it's just kind of the way I'm wired.
1: Got the devil's in the details. It's in. It's, it's in. What's the mountaintop for uh, USAO? Or for you, like, what's that mountaintop goal? Is it winning the national?
0: Sure. Everybody asks every year, the SID's probably asked it for 20 years, preseason you know, interview. what our goal to win the national title? Why, why would it not be? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, what people will say is for 25 years, then, Coach Hampton, you failed. And I'll say, we haven't failed anything. We set the bar high, and every one of our chapters is relevant, and whether it happens when it's on my watch, USA will win a national title. But it won't be because we stood up and said we're going to win a national title, right? So we all have chapters in our book. You're writing a book right now. You just don't know it. I'm writing a book right now. I know it. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is I have 56 chapters in my book because I'm 56 years old greatest thing about writing a book is you get to be the owner of that book. I get to decide how the chapter ends, how it begins. And within my book are probably going to be some real sad stories, some trials and tribulations. There's going to be some really a chapter, a guy reads, oh my God, I can't wait to get to the mm-hmm. next one. Right? We all read books like that. And so for me, I've said it forever. Our goal is to win a national title to be the best that we can be within the country and the division that we compete in. That's your ultimate test and people that might not or, or ah, you failed, you failed, you failed. We believe failure is growth. We're planting seeds every day, every year, we're growing. And if it's not on there, if you USC will win something in the 33rd year, they never would have won it without the harvest being planted mm-hmm. in 1998. When that harvest comes up, don't know, but we will try to grow it, nurture it, water it, sunlight it every day to the best of our ability. So. It is, and you know, for us, again, failure is growth. Mm-hmm. You have to apply failure is growth. No, Michael Jordan didn't win every basketball game he played. He didn't make every basket he mm-hmm. shot. And anybody that, you know, thinks failure is failure is just misguided in the process. And so we're not afraid to play the best team in the country. We're not afraid play to play anywhere, anybody, and we don't need to schedule wins. That's not what we're after. We're after the process and the competition. And so I would say it's the Holy Grail and people will tell you that. And whether or not we get there or not, when I'm there, uh, like I said, it will happen whether I'm there or the next guy's there. And somewhere in my chapter 62, whatever it mm-hmm. is, it might be his chapter of 38 that they hoist that title. We'll all be a part of it. Mm-hmm. First player that came there in 1998 Will be a part of whatever thing USAO ever does, ever. Because without, uh, take Emma a Rice All-American, three-team, all, three-time mm-hmm. might be four right now. Mm-hmm. Said it the other day. Molly Warren was the first girl I ever signed out of Edmund North. Mm-hmm. Without Molly Warren, there would be no M.R.I.s. You know, without uh, Lexi Vizzarelli, arguably one of the best keepers of all time. Um, without him, you know, there wouldn't have been a Scotty Parkinson. Without him, there wouldn't have been a Butch Hampton. Without so everybody has had a part of growing this program and it will i hope it's when i'm there uh but uh if not we're going to believe in making it better every day and when i turn it over i hope the next guy have left it a whole lot better
1: Mm. well said how close have you
0: been round of eight
1: round of eight round of eight. what year was that
0: man I'm gonna have to go back to 13 ish, 13, 2013, 14. And I, can't, I, I don't quote me, but again, it, true story uh, you know, we're up 1 0. We have a national championship team, I and mean, there's no doubt.
1: I played the MACU my freshman year was 2011. 2011. So I uh, may have caught the beginning of that era, yeah, and mm-hmm. it was an era,
0: seven, eight. Sooner after the conference titles in the yes. road. I mean, it was an era. And so I, I, I don't want to get the year wrong. We were a national championship talented team. And uh, we get down there and go on the round of eight and can't remember who it was. I want to say it might've been John Gardner. I can't, long story short, we just get devastated in the first half. And now we're playing kind of without a center back up on, end up losing the game 3-1. There's no doubt. And that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. The injuries just kind of came, and we couldn't plug that hole, and it was no doubt a national champion. Had another – I think I want to go back to nine when we had one and had three kids. Uh, this is life of a college coach, man. We're on a run. We're on round of 16, and uh, we're loaded. We're just loaded. And uh, I think three young men got caught cheating on a five-point quiz you know again they, people yeah. don't understand sometimes what we're not just coaches and what are the lessons and of course just spend it and then think we got beaten around to 16 and there's again no doubt you're looking at 18 goals 14 goals and all conference defenders aren't with us sometimes there's things out of our control but there's bigger life lessons mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying Yeah. it's so it's hard but it is what it is you know
1: what I mean for a national title to come, to be achieved, there's just so much that has to fall into place, and so many things that are just unfortunately out of your hands. Mm. The previous person that I had here, he went to Mid America and he was mm. telling me about their run one time for national, ta- national, nationals. They played the number one team and lost four players that one game. Right. Ended up winning. Mm. But after that game, it was right. not the same. And that's just unfortunate. But I mean, that's like you had said, part of the game
0: it's part of it and you know the people on the outside can just watch whatever sport they're watching and you know everybody's an armchair quarterback and mm-hmm. this and that but you know you know, the, we still have team rules we have things we got to abide mm-hmm. by we have you know' we're, 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 yeah we're growing young men and women mm-hmm. at the end of the day we, we are soccers footballs icing on the cake but but we want to help prepare for them for the real world mm-hmm. you know and and this and that and so you know you get you got to pass your classwork you got to do this but at the end of the day you know, we, we talk about talent. Sometimes it's not the most talented, it's the most deepest mm. because of those injuries and things of that nature that we just can't control. And you know, it, uh, just, it just, if, if you're a good program, you know, difference between good team and good program, good team is going to have a good year, three average ones, one bad one, really good one, this, and a good program year in and year out, is just going to be good. We want to be a good program. That's mm. our goal. We want, we want to be good. And then if we get that really great special class and we avoid all injuries you you never know what's capable right Mm -hmm. you never know what's possible Mm -hmm. and so you plug along every day and injuries are part of it for everybody so you know in our conference you got mac u you got john brown you got wesley and you got oc i mean it's a good conference and so you get to the end of the season really there's a lot of teams that can win it and we sometimes don't really it's not necessarily the most talented it's the deepest most healthy team Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. can't take any major injuries you Mm -hmm. know because be number one team in the country, and you drop an all-American midfielder and Ford with twenty-eight goals. You're not the same team, mm-hmm. no matter what you you know. And so, again, you need a little luck for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> need a little luck.
1: You went. You talked about that era. Was that the most winningest era? Between that? Like, on the men. On the men. That was side. probably
0: the most winningness era on the men, yeah. And then I would say the last, we're in the winningness with the women. I what think women? seven conference championships in a row. We haven't won them all. Seven. seven, been in the conference, final seven. I think we might be four and three in those wow. games. And so with a couple regular seasons in there and um, got beaten around to 32 last year, a couple of years, got knocked off by California team, I want to say two to one in the round of 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're right on the verge there too, you, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and and so we, we, we think both programs are solid. Both programs are built from the foundation mm-hmm. up. both programs believe in the process. Mm-hmm. So we're we're in good shape and our goal is to win it, whether or not we're good enough or not. That's why we train every day and play.
1: When you're in that era, I probably already know the answer from just hearing you speak in the best mm-hmm. three minutes. But how do you tackle those day to day? Because you're just winning, 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 winning at some point you're not going to, but how do you keep those kids motivated to, how do you get the best out of them once you're already getting the best out of them year after year after
0: year? Right. It, it, it truly is difficult. I think it's easier to coach an underdog team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to overachieve. Nobody knows about us. You got to prove yourself to the, to yourself and the world. And I think that's a, that's a thing. I think because there's a fine, fine line between confidence and arrogance. Mm. And it, but I think it goes back to our day to day preaching is, one game does not make us, in a good way. One failure will not define us. We believe in the process, day to day. Mm-hmm. And so, no matter if you're 0 and 6 or 6 and 0, today we're we're going to make our best better. Mm-hmm. Period. And so, it's they're very just what I would call not anything tricky. They're just very solid. So our process every day, they know we're going to make our best better today. So we don't talk about the last game or the game coming back. We deal with the process because, for example, let's say you play a flat four in the back. You you play with a flat four. You can't play the flat four if you can't play 1v1 as a defender, right? Mm-hmm. Now we've got to add a second. Now we've got to add a third. Now we've a fourth because that's the process and what we're doing. So can we be a little bit better with our back four? Can our midfield play a little bit quicker? Can our fours be a little bit more clinical than we – apply those things and have our functional bring them together and that's the process are we better Mm. today than we were yesterday so we just don't talk much about our records or where we're at or who are we today and who do we want to be at the end of this training session Mm. so i think that's probably the best way we keep them on those winning years we don't really talk about winning are we better today than we were yesterday if we're not we have failed today Mm. and if you just believe in that process you'll keep them going
1: and you probably break that down even during the full ninety minutes. Oh, absolutely! This is the first forty-five. Yeah, we might have lost the first forty-five, right. Right. we got the second forty-five coming in. Yep. Uh, I don't know who coined this, but Dressel used this. Uh, the famous uh, playing against USAO might have one zero, might be up, whatever. But then getting hamptoned.
0: <laughs> have you Have you heard that? <laughs> I have not. You haven't heard that. <laughs> I've not heard it. They probably don't speak it when I don't know what it means.
1: <laughs> so, I guess that just me, I, from what I understood, mm-hmm. because he made it sound like everyone at some point in their college career when they play against you gets Hampton. <laughs> Whether that's the second one that the team gets, whether that's the right. grit that the team has right. from being one, two, three down, yeah. there's always the risk of getting
0: Hampton. That's, that's a funny story I'm going to have to ask you about that.
1: <laughs> Sorry. For that. Your address, <laughs> I'm calling. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he isn't the only one, but I guess I from what dress. I get, that is the, that mentality that you're telling me about, mm-hmm. the mentality that every practice, every day, every minute drill of just doing better is what that is, I believe.
0: It's a standard, a standard for us. Standard. We, we have a standard of us. And we expect it, and the biggest thing is, I expect it for myself. So again, I, you know what I'm saying, and, and it, it's a standard of, of each and every day. As we tell our kids before they take the field, you know, win, lose, or draw, believe in what we do. Believe in the process. You be better today at what you do within the realm of this team and if everybody does that, we'll be a better team. The result will take care of itself. Sure, there's tactical information, low bank, high bank, you know, high pressure, mm-hmm. low pressure, whatever that is. That's all part of the process though. You can't, again, I'm gonna go out and have two goals today. What does that mean you're gonna have two goals? Mm-hmm. You're gonna go out and be the best of seven. You're gonna create space mm-hmm. for yourself. You're gonna to look to get in behind the other team. You're looking to combine. And if you focus on those things, you might have two goals. Your team might have two mm-hmm. goals. You might've created with your movement off the ball, that, you know that's the, the process right and so as we tell our team though you know before they take the field I, i'm not gonna say every time but it's remember the drovers make sure when they step off this field not because of the result we might lose three mm-hmm. of them make sure they remember the drovers yeah. they're not gonna get it's it us that easy they're, it's they're gonna important have to that's it to right us. and it's not to say again we lose games man i mean everybody loses games it's As we, you know, the other things we tell them is is not so much of the result, but it's was your intent today to be the best player, best teammate, best human being you could be on that field? If you all answer yes, we will take whatever result comes our way. Mm -hmm. But you have to look yourself in the eye and answer yourself. Don't tell it to me. Funny, you can't lie to yourself. Try it. Brush your teeth tonight. Try to tell you, you it can't be done. Mm-hmm. So we want players to self-reflect and we say, if your intent was to be the best version of you while playing with a team, mm-hmm. the results result. That's all you can ask from a human being. Can you be the best you can be? And if you are, right? Great job today, let's make our best better tomorrow. But that's, it's just a constant involvement mm-hmm. of who we are. And so we are not result oriented. We are intent to be the best we can be oriented. Where that takes us is where that takes us.
1: Mm, well so it's
0: kind of who we are.
1: This is golden. I love this nuggets that you're providing. Mm. Um, have you gotten, do you, like, do you just see yourself USAO from here on out? Or I, probably, I already know the answer. You're taking it day by day. But um, have you gotten offered to go do something else before? Has that you turned down anything? Or? You
0: know, I, I, I have. Uh, you know, early on, a lot of out of state when I was, mm-hmm. you know, younger, quote, version of myself. And uh, probably mm-hmm. it's kind of like the older they get. I don't know how to explain this, but it's the, the more you want to be in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure it's about the kids. You want to make sure it's about the program. You want to, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not about me. It's never been about me. It's about what we're doing, and are we leaving it better? Are we making our best better? The process. Um, you know, when I was younger, I got uh, uh, quite a few. I, I probably had one most recently, maybe three, four mm-hmm. years ago. But I, 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 I think I, I've applied for one job in my life since I've been at USAO. AD knew it. You know, all, mm-hmm. all above board, per se. Uh, did not get the job. It was in, in state. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was maybe one or two finalists. Um, I haven't applied for, for anything else, you know, and, um, have, have no intention. You know, I think, I think my family was probably more disappointed when I didn't get the one, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for me, I felt like God was telling me that this is your place and be very grateful and humble that somebody values you enough to Mm -hmm. USAO, Mm you know what I'm saying? And so again, I applied for one job in the 25 years, um, again, my plan, God's plan, uh, my plan is to finish it yourself. God may have a different plan, mm-hmm. but no, I'm not seeking, I'm not looking, mm-hmm. not in any way, shape, or
1: form. Because with all the success that you've had, I'm pretty yeah. sure you've had some people knocking yeah. on the door. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's, it's, it's it, it, flattering, so to speak, if that's the, I don't know if that's the mm-hmm. right word, or humbling for me, maybe someone thinks you're good enough to do this. It's very humbling. I also am a big believer in, I never was going to, again, for me, it was investing in a place, leaving it better. And I just, me, I'm old. (laughs) I I just have a sense of this. Finish what you started. See as much harvest as you can. Be loyal to the program that gave you an opportunity 25 years ago. Mm. You can always, the grass is always greener. More money, it's out there. Better facilities, no doubt it's out there. But um, I like the people I work with. I like the community I'm in. And and I am very grateful for him. Grateful for my AD, Coach Ross. You know, Briscoe McPherson was the AD before. The basketball court's named after him. I mean, holy smokes. I have the ability to work with some fantastic people. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, I've been blessed.
1: Mm -hmm. You've impacted a lot of people. Almost the whole city. Like, if you play (laughs) soccer in Chickasha, I guess at one point in time, in any level, you have had to have gone through Hampton to yeah, do that. Yeah, Ben Hampton, so to speak. Ben Hampton, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, how does it feel seeing all the people that you've impacted then going back and impacting others?
0: So cool. Yeah, It's, it's, it's so cool. I mean, you know, Scotty Parks has played for me and he, you know, done with the women's New York, New Jersey. And he's out and about just doing great things. Uh, uh, Penny, a kid that played for me, is the assistant coach out at the University of San Francisco. Austin Reisenover, who coached under me, started his career under me, came back from Cal Berkeley. Now he's the ORU Women's. Cole Warren is now the assistant Baylor. Dave Kunitz is in our club. He was in our first class uh, doing the ECNL girls. I mean, he came to me in 98, left, came back 15, mm-hmm. family, married, uh, also the men's uh, deaf national team coach for the mm-hmm. last 12 years. I mean, Alexei Vizzarelli, mm-hmm. was, played for me, coached with me, coached at OU, coached with the energy, mm-hmm. still works with our club. Um, and I look at it and, you know, Niall Burley's coaching mm-hmm. in see Boys, Cal Ocott, John mm-hmm. Gardner, Niall Crick. It's Tony a great Ossi. year Cal had this year too. A great year, right? Cal Ocott had a great yeah. year. And so the cool thing for me... And it is cool, I just think about it on my back porch, that's what I mean, it's cool as you go. They're finding joy in what they do, loving what they do, doing what they love. They've, they've got families, they've got children. It's just great to see their, their success. And success is, to me, loving what you do and doing what you love. So others might define it in another way. That is success to me. Mm. And as I told my children, you know, if you love what you do and do what you love, you are successful and I don't care what career you're in. Mm-hmm. You, and so I feel like a lot of those guys, when I see them, they're far better than me. They have far surpassed me. As you raise your children, you want them to do better than you. And as they come through the program and you look at what all these young men and women, uh, Megan, uh, Cal's wife as well, you look, no, oh, they're all better than me. Mm-hmm. Annie, coach in high school. And Did you also have Gibson as well, no? Danny Gibson, uh, director of coaching mm-hmm. out there. And he's family. He married my niece. Really? I tried to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. True, No, true story. So he's actually family now with the, his family and great player. Uh, obviously came to work for me, you know, after college and mm-hmm. then, you know, director of coaching out there. And uh, Yalzi's the director. Yalzi didn't play for me, mind you. We're, we're more mm-hmm. friends. We came up kind of against mm-hmm. each other in, in a sense, but professional respect for one another. Yeah. Obviously he's a great coach, does a great job. Um, you know, the director out there at Sporting. Uh, mm-hmm. The guys down at Blitz and Tulsa I went to high school with. Mm. You know, so you just, yeah, you know, it, it's neat to see how everybody's doing.
1: That's kind of the fruits of your labor.
0: Yeah. I, I Again, I think it goes back to you plant seeds and the harvest. Fruits it you it, it will, man. You know, yeah. and so I think you plant seeds by investing in young people. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm sure some people have stories that maybe I'm not so proud about when I'm younger, there's not probably someone on there we didn't talk about, but you grow, you cultivate, because mm-hmm. when we're young, we make mistakes. Yeah. You don't give up on them though. No, you don't. You, you, you try to help them, you pick them up, you try to guide them in the right direction, mm-hmm. and and 99.9% of the time, man, they all make it. Mm-hmm. You know, Some quicker than others, so it doesn't matter when you get there, Do you get there. Amen. And so I just think so many have done so well, and I take zero, I, I, I do i take zero credit i'll go back to i believe it's the process and the culture we put them every day that is what helps make them mm. so remember when scotty parkinson shot me a text uh, he just coached a professional game and he said you know it's no different here man we're doing it the drover way and what he was saying was we are i don't care if they're making a million a year we still have to compete we have to mm. win our battles they might be able to do it at a higher level and it's just, it's true. You know, if you're willing to put your back into anything, mm-hmm. it, you know, things can be accomplished. And what a great, I mean, he's just done fantastic.
1: Yeah, I think some people call that getting Hampton. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've never heard that. My, I'm calling Dressel, though. I'm Colin Dressel. <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> Who is a
0: great coach, by the way, and yeah. a good friend. He's, he's fantastic. He's
1: also doing great at fantastic
0: Oklahoma Christian, Christian as and, well. And, and, and I bet, I believe, if I—and I and I haven't talked to him since he's gone there. You get busy. I lucky to talk to my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I believe he's setting a foundation. Mm-hmm. I believe he's setting a culture. I believe he's investing in the process. And they might not go 15 and two this year. Mark my words in three to four to five years, Oak Christian will be back. Because they were there, you know, mm-hmm. years back, mm-hmm. and then had some. everybody has rough years. Every program goes through And then they
1: so, switched uh, divisions.:
0: and... You switched divisions. All, could be and maybe school got more expensive, maybe were more they were competing against more scores. There's no bad reason uh, we all capable of that. Mark my words in three to five years, Jess will have that program back in the top 25. But with good student athletes, mm-hmm. good culture, good core, graduating kids, I don't mean in a bad way. He'll do it right. Okay. He's good at what he does.
1: Talk about the OC program and how mm. they're, they're just in the right direction. Right Mitch direction. is also doing a great, a great job, job too, Absolutely. at the boys. I think they just recently got ranked nationally. It's fantastic, right? Nine, seven, one of the two. But regardless, it's, very good. it's, it's a good thing yeah. for them as well. Yes. How, where do you see the SAC now compared to where it was before? There's more competition, coaches getting better. Because uh, you've been competing in it for twenty five years, so where does the SAC stand now to compare to where yes, it was before?
0: Man, it's very good. I you know the coaches are obviously, like you said, better. Mm-hmm. Players are better, coaches are better, and um, I think the Sooner Athletic Conference is still going, uh, going places. I mean, I saw MacU. God, I hate to talk about MacU. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I Fred's doing a great job. It's a great right. game. We we enjoy the game. So again. I think one people sometimes they don't understand. Oh, USAL MacU, they hate each other. That's, that's not a lie. True. That's a lie. For 90 minutes, I'm matching wits with Fred and I want to try to win my battle and mm-hmm. he wants to win and his players. And at the end of the game, I want to shake Fred's hand and I hope his family's healthy. I hope he's healthy, and I hope they win every other game they play. Cool. Same with Billy Martin at OCU. It, it's the fans that create it, mm-hmm. right? And don't get me wrong, there could be some fouls in that game, a little feistiness. That's not what I'm saying. There's zero hatred for anybody that we play. There's only respect. You know, we fear yeah. we fear no one. We respect everybody. If that makes sense. And yes. so you and and um so Conference is good. It it it's talented and mm-hmm. and the coaches are good and the players are good. And so you know, you mentioned what was hard about it. So so when we were on our kind of our run, it's hard to continue to stand on top of the mountain.
1: Mm-hmm. Play
0: king of the hill. Got mm-hmm. 20 kids trying to knock you off eventually. Someone's going to so we've helped make them better. So now on. we're trying to climb out. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we are good for each other. Our programs are good. All, you know, for OCU to be really good and Billy Martin, get them. Mm-hmm. That makes us have to be better. If we do it, that makes them. If Mac, you does it. If it's Southwest, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are, that's good for the game. Good problems. Have. Oh my gosh. I wish we had eight teams in the top 25. You're not going, oh, why are they in? We, no, let's try to get everybody in. And it just makes us all better mm-hmm. by competing against each other. So it, it's good. Conference is good. Coaches are good. And um, I just think it'll continue to grow. Mm-hmm. What do you do in your free time? I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> you know, funny. So, so yesterday, we, again, we were a 6 a.m. session mm-hmm. at the college. And I'd planned on getting there by about noon. Uh, having a lunch and then going out to the club because I'm still director coaching and 10 30 became noon. Oh, God, I got a reserve game at Southwest Christian. I got to get to cause we have a men's reserve. So I got there at four and then get over to the Southwest Christian game about one and we got staff. Don't get me wrong. So they were already there. And so leave there at three 15. I'm going. Ah, I don't have time to go. Nah, I got to go to the club. So off to the club, I don't know, get home at nine, you know, leave your house at four mm-hmm. Boy, during the college season. When I tell you, I don't, I just don't. It's, a, it's it's a grind, and I enjoy it. I'm blessed to to still be physical to do it. If uh, in the springtime when it's a little bit a little bit slower, you, you'll probably laugh. I like to sit on the back porch with my wife. Mm. That's it. That's some. I spend time with my wife in nothing fancy or not a? Tra- that's not what I mean. Just mm. and it's so like I tell her. I said I just want more back porches with you. I I'd be honest. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, best friend and. So I enjoy spending time with my wife.
1: It's nothing better than watching that Chickasay sunset.
0: That's right. Nice. That's
1: right. <laughs> For this year, how is this year going?
0: It's good. I mean, I think the women are, I'm bad at this, six, one and one maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, men are five, two and one, I hope. I'm close if I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, we're, we, we it's a bi-week force, uh, coming off a four-day road swing down in Texas. Uh, so they're off Sunday Monday. Uh, we began again on yesterday because we opened up Tuesday in the conference. And again, as you said, we break things down. We have a preseason. We have a regular non-conference season, the way we break things down. So when we look at our record now, that's the first step. We're 0-0. We mm-hmm. start Tuesday. Nothing matters that we've done in the last. We are 0-0, and where do we want to be within our conference? Uh, we would just like to be 1-0 on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That, that's our sole focus. And so uh, we do. And then we'll break it down at that end of that conference. We'll Break down the postseason, and we'll start back over at zero and zero. And who are we? Where do we want to be? And so, you know, how you mentioned the times and the games, we're mm-hmm. we're very much a preseason, non-conference season, regular season, postseason.
1: I love that because mentally, you're starting over. Starting over. All the mistakes you made before Correct. and preseason are done. Every mistake you Every made thing. during the conference is done. We're here now, and we have a mission.
0: We are zero and zero. Nice. Yes, it's a clean slate. We could have been zero and six. Mm-hmm. We would have been zero and zero going into Tuesday, and so. You know, we take the field, we, our goals are to get a clean sheet, score a goal, and get a W. We know if we score a goal and we get a clean sheet, the W will come, hmm. right? But what's the process of getting it? Not to say you can't win a game if you don't have a clean sheet. We're just going, I'll guarantee you if you score a goal tonight, I'll guarantee you if you keep a clean sheet tonight, you'll win this game. Hmm. How do we break it down? And, again, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And then we'll always close it with, but if you just pick one of the three, would you pick the W? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we have the small goals to try to reach the big goal. Gotcha. You know. And so we don't want to overwhelm them with too much. One thing we never forget is coaches. It's a simple game. Yeah. And they play because they love it. Don't ever take that love from them from over-coaching, from over-analyzing, from over-videoing. Because at the end of the day, we play 11 v. 11. But we all know that somewhere in that moment with the game – it will be a one v one battle that'll be won or lost for somebody that might control the outcome of that game. We don't know when, we don't know how. Um, so enjoy it. Hmm. Just enjoy it. Enjoy those battles, that competition. So we can't lose sight of what we're doing, man. It's a, it's a game. Yes, you're well, game. Said. well
1: said. Well I feel like I'm getting coached. Like I might be hearing <laughs> snippets <laughs> right. of the right. words, phrases, and lingo that you're right. giving your, your players. So this is great.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate it. It's it's You know, I don't know. Again, I feel when Yowzy approached me, I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know that I have anything. I'm just an, I'm an older guy, small-town ball coach from Oklahoma, born and raised here, so that's it. I said, maybe that's a, a story since it's mm-hmm. such an international, I said. But, um, you know, Brian, again, I'll mention Brian Harvey, the guy, the legend to me who mm-hmm. I always coming up going, God, Brian Harvey's done such a great job, and what a great ambassador for this game. So, Brian, if you're out there, thank you for – anything and everything you've done for all the younger coaches or players and and Oklahoma City and Oklahoma and region so that's a, definitely a shout for for, for Co- I don't I shouldn't call him Brian he's coach, mm-hmm. Harvey, coach Harvey you know he's coach yes. Harvey he is so I, I and I apologize for that he is Coach Harvey will always be coach Harvey but um, he's done a lot Coach Harvey
1: is the guy for you then
0: uh, he's, he is yeah and and you know you just you know when you when I was coming up young and he, again he was the older coach and the veteran you are know, coaching and trying to compete against him, but, man, I always watched him. What, what could I learn, if mm-hmm. that makes sense? Without him knowing, mm-hmm. you know, you always want to learn from those that yes. have been there and done that. And so that would be the greatest compliment I could give anybody, watching you when you didn't know I was watching you. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to learn, you know. And so he's just, yeah, Coach Harvey's a legend. And, and uh, we, none of us would really probably even be here talking about some of these things had he... I started already. OCU, you know, mm-hmm. that years ago and what a great program he's built and promote from within. And now mm-hmm. Billy Martin, who was with him all those years now, is running that program and fantastic. And Tommy Riley, who's with him now mm-hmm. out at Rose State, you know, and um, Danny Frid's at MACU. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a guy at Ottawa. I got a guy at Randall, San Francisco, Hoover. Oh, uh, are I mean. And, 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 and when you look at that, that's just so cool. Yeah. You, you know, Baylor, wherever. and. You know, as we said, those guys all surpassed me and him. Planted seeds. Yeah. And the harvest is plentiful. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful to look back at and just uh, realize how much impact you've made by just the daily grind of wanting to get better every day.
0: And that would be the advice i give the young coach. You know, coming in, what would I say to him is, again, don't be result-oriented. Don't look for the next best thing. Mm -hmm. Don't look for the next win, and if I win this, I can put this on the resume, and if I do this, I can move here, and if I do this. You're cheating yourself, number one. Mm -hmm. You're skipping a lot of steps, and how can we preach to our players to be, trust the process, Mm -hmm. believe in the process, if I'm not living the process? Mm-hmm. And so it'd be the don't get caught up in the next paycheck, the next job, the next title. Focus on being the best version of yourself today. And I promise you the process will take you wherever you're mm-hmm. it took me. Oh, he's at USAO. What, what's he to know? i it took me to USAO. I say that with a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. The process allowed me, you know, to do and coach at OEFC and be the director on the boys and work with all these great coaches. I never, ever had a goal of being a DOC, being a coach. I just wanted to be a good coach. Mm. And so I think if you'll focus on those things, you'll wind up exactly where you're supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm. You answered the question that I was going to ask. You know, Harvey was the guy for you. Mm. How do you become the guy for everyone else? But you kind of just answered it, and you are <laughs> for many people.
0: Uh, I'm I'm just hopeful it's... I do it by my work and my demonstration Mm -hmm. because I don't go and go, hey, you need to do this. I'm not here to tell people how to do things Mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form. And you hope they see that, you know, Hampton will get up at 4 a.m., he'll go to the reserve game. Don't have to go to the reserve game, but I want to go because I'm invested in those kids as well. Or I'll mow the field at 7 p.m. at night. Or we'll dig a sprinkler up at 9 p.m. at night that's not working. I don't need a maintenance person to do that. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? And so, you hope through the demonstration of just who you are and how you how you are and how you do things every day. You hope people see, watch as I watched Harvey. I'm not afraid to say I watched Harvey. I'm mm-hmm. not not embarrassed to say that mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. I I follow Nick Saban. Doesn't have to be soccer. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is unbelievably smart. He coaches athletes. He has a lot for me mm-hmm. to learn from. To from. That's right. And so I'm not afraid to say I look at a lot of coaches in a lot of different sports, watch and read and go, what are they doing that makes them so successful? Mm-hmm. How can I implement that at USAO in our smaller world? How can I implement that in me? Because why wouldn't you want to be like Nick Saban? I mean, the guy super. Mm-hmm. Anybody, Brent Venables, whoever you want to say. But it's, it's good as young coaches, to I would, I would encourage you to look, watch, mm-hmm. learn, listen, and then be you. I'm not trying to be Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Just what can I pull that's made him mm-hmm. successful and be Jimmy Hampton and Chickasha.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'll
0: never lose who I'm not. But, man, just watch, look, learn, and listen. And, watch, look, learn, and listen. It'll help. It'll help. That's so well said.
1: Uh, do you think anybody ever said they got harvey Have you ever been harvey
0: I guess, you know, if you say it like that, I know he probably stole a couple of games from me by working the referee. Master. <laughs> Harvey, masterful <laughs> about working the referee. That's the accent, probably. Masterful of working the referee, man. And, you know, you'd be playing a game against Harvey, right? And he's up. And mm-hmm. I'm a, back in the younger days now, you know, feisty, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat Harvey, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, and he, uh, you know, he'd be on the referee for 35 minutes. Honest God story. Not said a word. I stand up in the 36-minute, referee Go one more word, Hampton. I'm going to give you a yo. yell. Yeah, you, you, you feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you're smart. yeah, you're smarter than I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way smarter than I was. And so things like that, I'm going, now, why is he addressing me? I said one thing. Heart's been popping off for 35 minutes, not a word. So you're going, how's he do that? Mm-hmm, <laughs> right. that's funny. So there's little things. All heart can work those rests, and I don't think they knew they were getting worked. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, oh yeah, yeah. I think first time I played him, first year, man, 19, because he was good. They had Davlesky, Darko. Darko. I, man, I got he went pro. Darko, I 19, remember that name. I'm, I'm Davlesky. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Give this guy credit. I he had a bunch of them that mm-hmm. first year. I think it's 8-0. Well, he's buried me, Wow! you know, it was our first year and Hey, welcome to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for the welcome, Brian. Right. You know, but again, so now you're going, okay, here's where he's at. Yeah. Here's where we want to be made us better. Mm-hmm. He planted seeds for me of, we want to be at this level. So it wasn't mad. It wasn't Mm-mm. okay. Here's where we want to go. How did he get here? How, you know, and so absolutely an inspiration and, uh, yeah, he's masterful. Brian Harvey, Coach Harvey, he's, just, he's, yeah, I love him, man. I love your brother if you're out there. I wonder if he's still in Oklahoma City. He is. He is? Yeah, he does some work for our club still. Kind is of on he? a, yeah, not on a full-time basis, but yeah, yeah. yeah Might
1: have to ask you for a favor later.
0: It's I, definitely, <laughs> Harvey, uh, you, you may set a record if Harvey comes on here, man. <laughs> uh, that'd be great,
1: though, just to pick up, yeah. even just sitting here with you, though, just to hear how the daily, how it's not just the big picture, it's the daily, daily, mm. daily, the 1%. Yeah. 1%. It 1% really is. is what I'm getting here.
0: Yeah, it is. And it, it's a hard thing to teach a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Ask a 20-year-old who comes to college. And, and, and look, we had Cal that went on play with the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, we had buyers that went on play for the energy and the roughneck. So, again, people go, oh, you go in there, You're not going to play. Go, oh. It's not true.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: that's big false myth that there's not the talent at the N.I. level. It, or there's, a, you know, uh, just a whole lot of talent. And so, you know, it's one of those things that uh, – just keep plugging and grinding and whatnot and um i think harvey would be a great guy great guy to get on here you know i did all that i did all that
1: with all the players that you've had and the high standards that you have how do you go about recruiting the right players for your system
0: it's a it's a, it's a hard piece and we we you know we don't have the budget to go overseas but mm-hmm. we are an overseas team you know uh we're internet very international um and don't get me wrong you know people want to recruit americans. well we do recruit americans but if Jones College over here, ask him, is offering something I can't offer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as a smaller school, we're not going to get them. But uh, we love a lot of the American kids. But the American kids might have 22 options. They're in the system. They're in the culture. Mm-hmm. They know how the college works, right? So the hardest piece overseas is the things we can't measure. So you got to, and doing it as long as I have, you tend to develop those relationships and safeguards. I think the hardest way the hardest thing to do is judge a man's character hmm. can't do it on video mm-hmm. if you can see them if they're local you can get to feel you can shake a hand you can look people in the eye you can see how they do at school talk to a high school counselor and get a pretty good picture when you're dealing with someone overseas it's video and then the guy that you're trusting on you just can't measure a man's woman's character until you're actually around him you can go Great on the ball, tricky mm-hmm. on the ball, can defend well. You know, looks like whatever the case may well, those be. Those are highlights, too. Are highlights, brother. You know, and, and, and again, we found out eight years ago, a story. We, we had a kid. Won't, I won't say his name. We get this video, right? Fantastic player. I mean, I mm-hmm. watched two minutes of the video. All-American. Just Get this kid on the phone. Signing. Coming over. First couple weeks, just not very good. Just just not. You know, culture, mm-hmm. weather. You know, we gotta get it it's time different. That right. comment. Month later, I'm going. There's no way, because the guy I saw in the video, I'm going. This guy's a pro. He's. Long story short, he sent in his brother's video. <sighs> True story. Wow. At least I wasn't crazy thinking this yes, guy yes, was Yes, 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 <laughs> so my yes. My evaluation yes. was spot on. I said, "Where's your brother? Oh, he signed a first division or so." It I was right sense. on the evaluation. It makes sense. Yeah. But it was a it was a fast one pulled. I'm sure every coach mm-hmm. has got a story like that. But it, it's hard. You got to trust people. As far as who you've worked with mm-hmm. um, from overseas, and so again, you know, we want the American kids. You know, it gets a bad rap, but they they tend, they do tend to look at D one and D two. Mm-hmm. It's a bit more of a stigma, I think, in American society. Mm-hmm. And um, when you get the internationals, it's just a little bit different. They want to play ball. They want to get an education. They want to have a chance for a better life for them or their family. Right? That's what they want. They're hungry it's it brother it truly is it and so they don't really put those letters those letters are meaningless to them Mm -hmm. and we've had i i and i'm sure all these other programs harvey fred uh, whomever it may be a ton of guys can play d1 -hmm. no doubt go start on a top 25 d1 program right Mm -hmm. why aren't they well maybe they were too old maybe they didn't have the grades whatever so there's just a ton of talent and i would encourage parents out there when you're looking at it again you know where's your son or daughter going to grow right how are they going to grow as a human being how are they going to grow as a football player but really it's about the degree isn't mm-hmm. it i mean right can you get a degree and have a whole lot of fun playing football at the same time that's probably a school you ought to keep on your list mm-hmm. and don't weigh the letters because you know the 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 D1 is great i'm not saying my kids play D1 so but it was never yeah. i mean my son played D1 kicked in the Cotton Bowl all american Quit football and come play four years at USL because you want to play soccer. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it right. does. And some and people so, don't even
1: know that the USAO could go and compete against D1, teams right. A lot of these SAC uh, uh, teams could a compete lot. with it's D1 It's Not D1, just D2. USL.
0: Yeah, Macu, you know, John mm-hmm. Brown, OCU. There's, you know, there there is some. And remember, someone asked me, I cannot believe you let your kid quit. Do you want football? You know, blah blah blah. Got a career. You know, and it's it's great, right? Because you're bust everywhere, you're flown mm-hmm. everywhere. You got. Uh, you got people that'll class check for you and mm-hmm. you get done with football at nine o'clock and at 10 o'clock there's a huge buffet and mm-hmm. just for the foot, which is great. I'm, I think it's a good thing. That's not what I'm saying. And let him come to USAO. But that wasn't your decision. Like, like, but, I, like
1: I told, like I pulled him. But, like,
0: right. That's kind of the point. We, we weren't enamored with him being yeah. on D1 or that's not it. Mm-hmm. Son, do what you love. Love what you do. Mm-hmm. Talk to me in that cotton Bowl tunnel. He said, dad, I've loved it. It's I, it's, I and he was successful, so he didn't run from something, mm-hmm. you know, one of those. He goes, I want to come back and play for you. Goes, I said, come on. Hmm. Not, oh, no, but you're, you're my son who's on mm-hmm. TV. We didn't care, man. Yeah, I not... wanted my son to be happy doing what mm-hmm. he did. And he'll tell you to this day, I, I think it was second year there, OSU called again. Got a letter from Bama. But now they got to contact me because mm-hmm. I'm his coach mm-hmm. in college. Hey, can we have permission? Uh, wasn't interesting. I love what I'm doing at USAO. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just so important to us. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would tell parents out there. It's, it goes back to take away the NAI, D1, D2, D3, JUCO. It just doesn't matter. Put your kid in a place where they're going to find success, happiness. Most important, the academics. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But, you know, again, you have, it, the good Lord says you got four years left to play mm-hmm. for 99% of the kids' colleges yet, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. for 99%. And again, don't you want that to be an enjoyable experience Mm. for? Mm. Instead of me going, well, I play D1. How'd you do? I didn't play in four years. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. And again, that's every family's choice. But I would encourage them to think about that and really talk about that. Mm -hmm. You know, and make sure when you go to the school, you go, okay, what if you don't get to play all four years? Is this still your choice? Mm -hmm. And if they say yes, good. You know, then it's been thought through. You've educated them rather than what if you only start your fourth year here? Is this the place you want to be? Make sure you're asking those questions mm-hmm. of them, because it's easy to get caught up in mm-hmm. it. I know it's social media, and uh, you know everybody. You it's know, a
1: badge. It's a badge you can wear. You know, you might not have played, but you, you know you it's got that badge. pretty letter there.
0: You know, uh, right. And so I would just encourage people to be very honest with their children and ask mm-hmm. those tough questions. And I think it's hard for parents too, because it's, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I'm going to do mm-hmm. one. There's nothing wrong with that. I just make sure you educate yourself about. You know, and that your child or son-daughter is wired for whatever's coming their way because we see a lot of kids. We just got a transfer from a D1 this year and just loves it where she's at with us. Not saying she didn't love it, but if she had to do it again, she might have done it mm-hmm. different. Does that make sense? It does. And so uh, we'll be highlighting this kid. You'll probably know this kid. She's been out with an injury. I don't want to say anything yet because nobody's seen her on our team this mm-hmm. year. <laughs> but when they see her, they're going, holy cow, she's playing at USAL." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, be warned because be so there's one coming. If you're watching video, <laughs> man, there's someone that's not on there that we're just waiting on the trainer really.
1: Nice,
0: <laughs> nice. I bet you'll know her.
1: Okay. Okay. I can't wait to yeah. find out. I'm not going to yeah. spoil it for yeah. anybody here, but coach Hampton, this has been an hour and 10 minutes of oh. some great, great, great stuff. Do you want to leave us with anything else?
0: Well, first and foremost, thank you for, for even asking me to come on here. Uh, thank you for what you're doing for football. In Oklahoma City, again, it's you're growing the game in so many different ways with your camps, with this, with the podcast, with whatever it is. And and you're planting seeds. Maybe someone might not see the tree grow tomorrow per se, mm-hmm. but there's no doubt you are. I mean, 20 years ago, someone they're gonna do a podcast in football, people go, What? Probably don't even listen. And now you know you've you got a lot of followers. You're doing a ton of good for the game with your with your camps and the free things that you're offering for the kids. Um, I would leave you with number one. If there's ever a time that anybody from USAO, OEFC has an opportunity to help you in one of your endeavors, please reach out to me because we're not just about us. It's again, we, we, I believe in growing the game mm-hmm. 100%. I have a job to do where I'm at and I have to meet those job demands, but to say I only care about that would be a lie, mm-hmm. right? You want to grow the game. You want kids to have opportunities And You look at our U.S. men's national team and I'll just take them for example, have not been great, you know, as you look in our history, Mm -hmm. right? And as you look now in the growth and the excitement they're bringing in, everybody we go, well, you know what? Yeah, it takes time, but why? Because you're now diverse. We weren't diverse in the past, man. Mm -hmm. And it's nobody's fault. That's Mm -mm. not what I'm saying. Why are we now getting onto the world stage? We're diverse. Mm -hmm. We're not a gated, we've grown the game. Mm -hmm. We gotta keep growing the Mm -hmm. game. And so I think the more we grow the game, even without the realm of within our job, this country is just going to continue to explode and plant seeds for the next generation and maybe the Pro League's better and there's more opportunities and more scholarships. Mm-hmm. That's growing the game, I think, in ever since. So you've done a done a great job. But uh, not last thing I'd say is, you know, I would say folks that don't know about football in Oklahoma, it's fantastic. The coaching is fantastic. The people are fantastic. The kids are fantastic. You have people like yourself all over the city. Tulsa, it's not just our city either. It's just, you know, thank you for all you guys out there working hard every day, giving to to these young people. Um, I think it's important. And and young coaches, trust the process. And parents, I just say, enjoy your kids. God, go to the game, because it's going to be gone soon. And try not to live through them, per se. It's my best advice and just enjoy them, and be the grandparent at the game. If mm-hmm. we ever remember our grandparents, good job, love you, you were so good. It's all that it's matters. It's all that matters, they just love you, and so I think sometimes even we as parents, and I was one, again, so I can raise my hand, it's not about us, mm-hmm. it's about them, and how do we just support their dream and stand back and pick them up when they fall down, but let them fall down, they mm-hmm. need they need to. Just be there to help them pick them back up. Mm-hmm. But. So just some small things, but uh, man, it's been good. It's been good chatting with you. I've uh, I've appreciated the opportunity. This was really good. Yeah. I did not
1: expect it to go this well. <laughs> well, but thank you. If you ever want to come back on, have okay. a message to share. Yeah, the mic is yours. You know, mm-hmm. I'll right. I'll travel to USAO as well. I'd love to go down there and just take a look. It'd Be great to maybe talk to a few players on. as well, wa- right? You that's, know, that's it. You want get to. some real truth. I'll I mean, in a good to. way. No, no, yeah, definitely.
0: Go, hey, he's tough, man. His standards are tough.
1: Got to figure out what the science yeah. behind getting Hampton did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, 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 and that'd be the last thing, Drexel. So I'm calling you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's we're in season. You made time to come here, and I appreciate that. And you're so humble. I feel like I also have to extend a thank you to everyone that you've impacted. The uh, culture that you've cultivated in Oklahoma City, the impact you've made at SAC has bled into everyone. Just like you have said Harvey did for you, you've mm-hmm. done for a lot of people. So I am hope I'm speaking for those that haven't been able to reach out to you, but man, have you uh, brought the mass football. So keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I know without a doubt that you're striving to get 1% better every day. Yeah. And... I want to see you hit that mountaintop. So I'm going to be rooting for you too.
0: I appreciate you. Thank, thank you so much for what you're doing for football. And uh, thank you for, uh, for offering me an opportunity to come talk today.
1: Of course, of course. Well, Coach Hampton, I wish you the best this season. Um, for the listeners that have been listening, uh, this has been another episode of the Mass Football Podcast with Coach Hampton. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you.